Triple Whale has just launched a simple finance platform called FinHub, and I'm already loving it. One simple dashboard for all the tools and accounts you're already using, so you can gain clarity with your consolidated data, your real-time cash flow, your accrual P&Ls. It's designed to help those brands that are built on Shopify to operate smarter. So go over to triplewell.com and check it out. Welcome back to Pit Stop. Joining me today is Dave Ackerman, CEO and founder, really the man behind Tobacco Motorwear, which we got connected because I just recently pre-ordered some of their boots. Uh, they came really highly recommended to me by by Colin Davidson, who, if you listened to Rolled Up, you would have heard there. So Dave is one of the few, the man behind one of the few American-made motor companies, founder, designer, just doing everything, making sure products get uh, get shipped out. Dave, welcome to the garage. Hey man, uh, I really appreciate being here, June. It's a it's a lot of fun. Absolutely, always always appreciate it. And and thanks for ordering the boots, by the way, dude. I know, um, you know, pre orders is kind of a different thing. It's something that we've done a lot of, and and so hopefully you get to see, kind of. We always you know keep people who've pre ordered uh, kind of up to speed with where they're product is in the production process so you get a look behind the curtain a little bit and see how the sausage is made but hopefully it's a good experience for you absolutely i'm well i'm sure it will be i think the my only complaint will be i ordered them in november and i won't get to wear them for at least four or five six months from from now to really enjoy them i'll be wearing them around hopefully, my house yeah hopefully we're gonna get you those in february that's that's as planned um, and but, then, the, but the issue isn't the delivery, it's the snow and salt on the ground. Right. That's true. That's true. Um, <laughs> but, but even still, dude, I mean, we've had, we've had times where it's like, whoa, we, we had a supply chain issue in getting this or that. And so it, it can slow things down. Um, but you know, that's, uh, that's, that's kind of the part of the cost of the ticket, but Mm-hmm. That's why you get a good deal on those pre-orders. And those are That's live true. right now on tobaccomotorwear.com. If you like. <laughs> you know what? We'll little, drop a link in the podcast below. Yeah. Use uh, use promo code PITSTOP for 0% off, but you still get a quality product. Just tells Dave that you were listening to the pod. Well, they're <laughs> 70 bucks off now, dude. So they're, they're, you still, you do, when you do a pre-order, you do get an awesome discount. So that's over 20% off. And so you, you get a, a nice discount. So, well, you don't have to use the promo code pit stop, but uh, <laughs> shoot us a message and tell us you heard the podcast and that'll be a great. Awesome. Well, let's get into that because that's really what we're, we're talking about. It's how, how we got connected and what we're both pretty enthusiastic about is offering just great customer success experiences worth talking about. That's yeah. what my friend who, who referred you to, to, referred me to you, said, what, I asked him, what do you want to know? And he said, it wasn't about inventory. It wasn't about supply chain management. It wasn't about product sourcing or marketing. It was how do you offer customer success experiences that are really worth talking about and, and how you're going to, to keep doing that as, as you, as you grow? Well, I mean, we, you know, and, and kind of, as I alluded, um, a big way, I feel like our customers really feel like they know us. And we've gone out of our way to involve our customers in in the business in some really unconventional ways. So um, from our very first launch, we launched on Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. And so, again, that's a pre-order scenario. And we came out 
we had the video where I dragged behind a motorcycle to show how great these Kevlar lined jeans were going to be. And we launched and we said, Hey, this is, this is what we want to make, but, mm -hmm. um, can you guys support this? And we got a bunch of pre-orders and then, um, you know, we took the, as those pre-orders had come in on Kickstarter, we get a little message. This person has ordered, this person has ordered. Mm -hmm. And, um, I started shooting back little messages to, to the first 10, 20 people who ordered. Thanks for ordering. And Hey, yeah, it's awesome what you guys are doing. And I just felt like while this Kickstarter is up and running, the least we can do is reach out and, and we wound up messaging every single person that that ordered some 500 mm -hmm. people. We wound up sending a message. And eventually, you know, the message was a modified kind of form. But still, we had a lot of people reply, I've backed 5, 10 Kickstarters. I've never been proactively reached out to. And I'm going like, how hard is it? It's not that hard to write something uh, that that's just kind of like, hey, Thank you for, for backing us. Um, and like, we've done that multiple times and, and we always get that answer is nobody I, else is doing that. I try to, and I've done a couple of Kickstarters for, for yeah. my company and other stuff. And I, I like to think I was pretty good about really messaging people and keeping them up to speed. And I yeah. do a lot of one-to-one -one messaging. You got me beat. Like Boom. <laughs> you, you saw me kind of hiding my face in shame a little bit, really regretting Sorry. turning the videos on, but you're right. Yeah. It's not that hard. And, it's extra. Motorcycle, I, I hate to call it a, a niche, but the, the consumer sure. side of, of, of motorcycles, it's so, it really is one of the few things that is that fraternity or that sorority where once one person finds something and has that great experience, mm -hmm. every it, it grows and you, you almost have to have better service than just a regular product. I mean, you can get away and sell whatever jackets, but if you're launching a brand, an actual brand like Tobacco Motorware, you're... It, it does pay dividends to create that that almost subculture immediately from the gate. Even if it's 50 people who it really resonates with, that's 50 like really hardcore promoters that are going to go, go to the next um, Bikes and Beards or uh, here in Toronto, there, there's L&L on Thursday nights at Lakeshore and Leslie and promote that they just discovered a new product and someone that they really want to support. Yeah, dude. And we, we, from the get go, we started calling our supporters builders. And now we have a podcast called the builder podcast and it's BLDR. And we branded the, the first jeans with BLDR. And it was just kind of a, again, a thank you to the people who helped us build our business and, and pitched in that way. And that's been like a rare mark that we'll put on the first run of stuff that we do in pre-order sometimes we're, we're considering doing it on the boots as well. Um, but it's just like, it's just, again, a thank you for that. And I actually think that um, just now that you're bringing it up, I think our brand is probably equal parts built. And when you think about it, that that's saying a lot to the customer service side of things. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure that we've had people who were, they've got the product. It didn't fit right. There was some problem with it. And, and, but the experience and the community that we've built outweighs the, 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 the rare case of dissatisfaction. I hope it's a rare case, but sometimes I'm sure people get stuff and they go like, well, you know, 
it doesn't quite fit like I hoped it would. It doesn't look as good as on me as it did on on maybe Dave or something <laughs> like that, you know, or or yeah. or Andrew, who's probably more of a mod of, of the model sort. Yeah, but hey, I do a little bit of modeling. Don't let anyone ever tell you you I can't do, follow I, your dreams. I'm 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 the prototypical <laughs> um, dad bod model. So yeah, Which I'm is... a... <laughs> it's all good. But anyway, like yeah, I think it it's. I think we get people who they see the hustle, they see the grind that we put into our products, the attention to detail. Um, and so even when there's, and then in those cases where it was in some way disappointing, we're eager to say like, send that back, let's exchange mm-hmm. it, you know? Um, and I think that has allowed us to grow in a space that's, frankly got a lot of players in it and bigger players than us but it's mm-hmm. allowed us kind of kind of carve out our own little place there yeah no absolutely and i guess just to to keep it brief because it is a little little bar hop of a, of a podcast it's yeah. i guess the, the wrap-up question is how do you plan on scaling the, those customer experiences if you got five thousand or fifty thousand pre-orders how would you scale that up without having to just hire a bunch of people or really just having your fingertips bleed typing out to everyone. Well, I mean, again, like it's not something we've done on every launch. It typically has happened when we've done Kickstarters, the boots weren't a Kickstarter um, endeavor and, and we haven't done that. And, you know, potentially maybe we should have, or maybe we should go, go back and do that. I don't know. But, um, you know, I think it has to do with um, if you can't do it individually, be really transparent. And and we try to involve like in the case of those pre-orders, which I'm a big fan of pre-orders. Um, uh, we'll try to involve and show those customers what is happening now that they've or- you've given us your money. So we feel like it's our duty to make sure you see like, okay, we haven't just absconded and gone off to Fiji. We're here hustling. This has been been decided. We're buying souls. We're buying leather. Like this is how these things are getting sorted out. And it, um, you know, and and that is on mass. The, the best thing we can do, you know, short of individual emails is giving you that content and showing you like that, that we're still here. We, you know, so you don't have to wonder, Hey, are the boots on, you know, on schedule, even if they get off schedule and we've, we've had that happen, um, you know, because we're proactive about saying where we are in the process. Mm -hmm. If we get out there, you know, three, four weeks in advance of the deadline and say, guys, it just doesn't look like it's going to happen for the deadline. We got to move it. Then I think people are a little forgiving of that where if it comes up on the deadline and then goes past the deadline and then and they're not hearing anything, then they really start to get worried. So I think it's fair to say that as we we wrap up on offering those, those great customer success experiences or customer experiences, it's not even a successful thing or, or not. Is it fair to say that really scaling it up by, by continuing to be proactive and addressing any potential concerns before it might come up like a little change oil light sign to perhaps i love that i get to use all these mecha- like mechanic analogies on the show called pit stop but also something that i enjoy is a little a little too good but also keeping those values of 
being transparent because value scale, either you're transparent or you're not. It's not really, you can't be more transparent or increase transparency if you are. That's a good way to put it. Like, I think, I, I think just like you said, you've done some Kickstarters. Maybe you didn't send out those messages. I'm not saying that, that you have to, I think it is a tough thing to scale, but mm-hmm. when customers, <laughs> Hey, come here, come here. You got your ball. Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? When customers see that you're willing to, like they don't mind getting an email. They know it's going to be a mass email, but if it's just basically updating you on the process as it's happening, they're going, okay, they're doing their part and, and they're empathetic towards the customer experience, especially in a, in a situation um, where you've launched a product, you've taken people's money and you're holding that kind of in trust until you can deliver uh deliver the product. But on the same, uh, on the other side of that coin, uh, as we develop products, we go back to our customers and either through email or social media, we'll ask them, Hey, what do you want us to develop? Hey, what do you think of this design or that design? And if you were following us during the boots, we did that frequently. And I think that also creates a community where they say, Hey, even if, even if I was on the wrong side of, of that, uh, you know, they, they were wondering, Hey, should we do black boots or should we do this crazy red color? And maybe you were the one of the few that wanted, you know, a very different color and stuff. And, and, and maybe we don't go with that. I think it, it still resonates and goes, it's, it's cool that they're asking. They're not just pushing product on us. They're, they're asking what we want to see. And, you know, I think, I think that makes them feel included and it mm-hmm. turns a customer into kind of a partner in the growth of the brand. And we've had people message us that like they, you know, and, and it's kind of an interesting thing. They've said, we love to see how much you guys are growing. And that's a, I don't say that to BP, you know, I'm not like, I'm not like Nike or, or, any other big brand, I don't care if Nike grows like their, you know, stuff. Yeah, Starbucks earnings are up. up. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I went through a little bit more this, this, this quarter. Yeah. It's like, you know, but, um, and, and small companies, you know, I don't know, like you, or I don't know if again, but once, once they're clued into the company and, and they see like, you know, Hey, we're growing, uh, And because we're launching more products and getting into more kind of uh, verticals, I think they go, that's so cool that I was involved from a Kickstarter or I got, I got in on, on this level or that level. And I feel like I know those guys and I'm rooting for them. And I, I see them occasionally and they work out of their houses and, and they do the work themselves. And, you know, and I think that does a lot to, to kind of build this experience for customers. Mm. Well, I think that is amazing. And if you, you heard uh, maybe a small child on the audio feed or you're, you're watching the video and you saw, saw Dave's, his daughter, come on, come on in. He's taking care of the kids today. So we're going to wrap it up there because he's part of a much more important community than e-commerce or motorcycles. It's his, his family and be, being a father. So we're going to wrap it up. Make sure you're subscribed because we will be recording a few more episodes at some point. And if you uh, if you ride, let us know because it's always great to connect with more more people in e-commerce who ride. So make sure you're subscribed and 
whatever you do, share this episode with your mother-in-law. I know she wants to hear it. Triple Whale is doing some amazing things nowadays. They're developing just a huge range of tools to help your brand stay informed and scale. And Whale Mail is where you can get all these details. So head over to triplewhale.com and sign up today.